You are listening to Church Talk with Isaac. Hello, everyone, and thank you for tuning in to another episode of Church Talk with Isaac. I am the host, Isaac Watson. And again, as I always do, I want to thank all of my listeners for taking the time out of your day to listen to Church Talk with Isaac. I never want to take you for granted, and I always want to show my appreciation. Those of you who uh, who share this with, with your friends and loved ones, those of you who download uh, and write reviews and have written reviews, thank you so very much. I appreciate it. Um, and listen, if you have not Uh, been uh, listening in or if you've missed a few episodes, I encourage you just go on a whole binge, just listening and catching up uh, to what we're doing here uh, on this particular platform. I guarantee you will be blessed. You will hear some things that will encourage you, that will enlighten you. Uh, You will you will you'll hear some things that may even challenge you. Uh, But that is what this platform is about. We talk about all things church, whether it's from the pulpit or from the pew. I want to hear your, your your thoughts and your mind concerning various topics. So I do appreciate it. So do me a favor. Um, take a moment. And if you have not, go ahead and rate Church Talk with Isaac, as well as write a review for Church Talk with Isaac. It definitely makes this platform more visible. We have listeners literally all around the world, literally all around the world. And I'm just grateful for the ones who consistently listen in. Uh, and take time and give me feedback. Um, Again, I do not take you for granted. So take a moment now um, and do that if you can, if you're able to. And we're going to we're going to move right along. But um, I also want to let you all know, listen, I have a new book that is coming out really soon. And I want I would like you all listen. It's a book on the prophetic Uh, as well as The Intercessor. You all know I wrote a book a few years ago, several years ago actually, called uh, Access Granted, Unlocking Your Potential as an Intercessor. If you have not purchased that book, I encourage you either visit my website, IsaacWatsonMinistries.com, or you can also get it off of Amazon in both paperback as well as uh, Kindle uh, digital uh, version as well. Um, But I have a new book that's coming out that is entitled Misplaced, Discover Your Purpose in the Prophetic Plan of God. And um, it's on pre-order now. So listen, if you uh, go to my website, IsaacWatsonMinistries.com, you will see uh, where you can pre-order my newest book. If you've been blessed by Access Granite, I'm, I'm telling you, you're going to be extremely blessed um, by this new book. And uh, if you go on my website, it gives a description of what it's about. And I encourage you pre-order it uh, for every pre-order. You will get a signed copy from me. So get one for you. Get one for your grandma. Get one for the prophets at your church, the intercessors at your church. Or if, if you believe yourself to be prophetic, and you're kind of on the fence. You don't know whether or not God has called you as a prophet or as just a prophetic or, you know, as a prophetic believer. Um, you don't know exactly where you fit. That is what Misplaced is about, helping you find your prophetic fit. Um, so go ahead and do that. I appreciate it. Um, and let's go ahead. I want to I don't want to prolong any more time. I want to kind of get into today's topic. Um, I had I had a a, um, I want to cover a topic that I received from a listener um, earlier this week. And uh, one of the things that 
they sent me several things that they would like me to cover and I'll try to cover what I what I what I can. But I think that this topic is a very interesting one. And and uh, what this individual wrote when they sent me, they were speaking about some of the things that they were brought up believing in the various denominations that they've been a part of. And uh, in, in one particular denomination, one of the things that they were brought up, or one of the things they were taught is that they were not to question God. Um, and, 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 and one of the things he, uh, he wanted me to cover is whether or not questioning God is wrong and whether or not it should be something that's done. And, and uh, this is not the first time I've heard this, um, this idea um, that we are not to ask God why we are not to question what God says. We are not to question uh, certain situations that happen, that we are to just simply accept things uh, as they happen, as the will of God. And some are even taught that if you question God, really what you're doing is dishonoring him and you're dishonoring his sovereignty by not trusting his sovereignty in your life. Now, um, I want to I want to talk about this because I believe that this is something that some people may even be on the fence about. Um, even when you're praying, when you're uh, seeking God regarding certain things or even in your interactions with God. So I want to try to answer your question today. Is it wrong to question God? Is it wrong to question God? Um, this is what I want to open up with. Proverbs chapter 25, verse two. It says this. It is the glory of God to conceal a matter, but the glory of kings is to search out a matter. It's the glory of God to conceal a matter, but it's the glory of kings to search out a matter. I think that this question is important um, and that this scripture is important in relation to the question at hand. Is it wrong to question God? Because one of the things that we find out about God is that there are certain things that God hides. There are certain things that God conceals. There are certain things that God covers. Um, not just because he wants to keep things hidden from us, but literally some things will be concealed because his intention is for us, his people to search out those things which are hidden. And in order to search something out, there has to be a level of seek in order to search something out. There has to be a level of in inquisitiveness. There has to be a, a, a level of, of questioning that is at hand. So is it wrong to question God? Absolutely not. Because one of the things that we discover about God is that God does not just show up all the time. God is also a, a, a spirit that is revealed. God's nature is a nature that is revealed over time. And, and when we are to meet with God, when we are to spend time with God, one of the things that God desires that we do is, is that we discover certain sides or aspects of God's heart, aspects of God's character, aspects of God's will that would otherwise be hidden to us if we did not search it out. Let me give you another scripture. Matthew chapter 6, when Jesus is, is teaching his disciples how to pray, he says, when you pray, pray in this manner, our Father who are in heaven, hallowed or holy, or holy is your name, your kingdom come your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. One of the things that I believe is discovered in those few verses is that the will of God and the kingdom of God is something that Jesus
Jesus tells his disciples to pray that it is released. So in other words, there are certain things that will not happen regarding his kingdom and regarding his will in the earth unless there is a man that will pray it through or pray it into existence. Uh, so certain aspects of what God desires to get done, particularly when we're dealing with the sovereignty of God, one of the things that we have to understand is that there are certain things in God's will that will not get done unless there is someone there standing as an intercessor, someone who will um, um, someone who will uh, who will who will stand in the gap or in between heaven and earth, God and humanity to bring God's purposes into the earth. That's a very powerful principle. And again, actually, in both of my books, Access Granite and misplaced there are certain things that are covered regarding the responsibilities of the intercessor and one of the things that's covered from different angles in each book is that intercessors are bridge points they are those who stand in between heaven and earth god and humanity um and they are the negotiators of the kingdom of god so yes there are certain things that that have to be um brought to pass um, by way of the intercessor in order for God's uh, will and agenda to be performed. Let me give you another scripture. All right. Matthew chapter seven. Matthew chapter seven says uh, in verse seven, I'm going to begin at verse seven and I'm going to read through verse 11. It says this, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find knock and it will be open to you for whoever for for everyone who acts receives and he who seeks finds and to him who knocks it will be open or what man is there among you who if listen to the language if his son asks him for bread will give him a stone or if he asks him for fish will he give him a serpent if you then being evil know how to give good gifts to your children how much more will your father who is in heaven give good things to those who ask him? Now, listen, most denominations or even people of believers who teach that it's wrong to ask God questions, to question a God, um, to even put God in a position where he has to answer you or answer to you or whatever. However, it's positioned. One of the things that we have to understand is that those who make it seem as if you cannot ask God questions, Typically, these people do not have a full revelation of God as father. All right. They probably see God primarily as a ruler. They probably see him as a king. And God is both ruler and king. But this is what we have to understand. A ruler that does not have a heart of, the, of, of a father becomes a tyrant. All right. A ruler that that does not have the heart of a father becomes a tyrant. And one thing about God, although he is a ruler, although he is supreme, although he's sovereign, although he's a king, he is not a tyrant. God is not oppressive and he is not cruel. So one of the things that we have to understand is that the kingdom of God is not just made up of servants who do not know anything about what God is doing, who do not know what God is saying. The kingdom of God is made up of sons and friends, sons and friends. John chapter 15, verse 15, it says, there's no longer do I call you servants for a servant does not know what his master is doing, but I've called you friends 
for all things that I heard from my father, I have made known to you. So one of the things about God's kingdom is that God's kingdom is not set up like a, a, an American government is not set up, um, like a, like a Chinese government It's not set up like any other earthly government. The kingdom of God is a kingdom of a, a, a made up of a family. It is God is king ruling with his son, Jesus Christ, as you know, as as the heir of God. And we being in Christ Jesus become joint heirs with Christ Jesus. And now it's a father ruling with his sons in the earth. So his kingdom is a kingdom that is established as a family in the earth. So as Jesus told his disciples in Matthew chapter seven, listen, what father, if you ask him for bread, will give him a stone? Well, for one, what we got to look at is that you have sons asking their father for something. Sons asking their fathers, uh, 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 asking their father questions, right? Questioning him. And this is the thing. He said, look, whoever asks shall receive whoever uh, seeks shall find whoever knocks the door will be open so in other words Jesus is admonishing us listen engage with your father engage with God ask some questions and this is why I believe it's also important to ask God questions questions are the keys to revelation in most cases the lack of revelation is due to the lack of us asking God questions and engaging with God many things that are hidden will continue to be hidden because we are either asking the wrong questions or we're not asking questions at all our relationship with God is mundane we are not engaging with him as a family God we are not engaging with him as a father we are afraid to approach him when clearly one of the things that's told to us is that we are to approach the throne of grace with boldness so in other words we are not to approach his throne afraid we are to approach it with boldness we are to approach it confidently and we are to engage with God and ask some questions. So this is the thing. I don't believe that we should not ask God questions. I believe that in your relationship with God, you are to ask him questions because questions are the quickest route to revelation. Uh, questions are the quickest route. It is the quickest route. They are the quickest route to getting answers to, 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 to God revealing to you what his plans and what his purposes are. So listen, I hope that um, this answered the uh, the individual that sent this question in hope this answered your question um again most people who say don't don't ask god questions they don't see god as father they see god as a ruler they see god as a tyrant they see god as a judge they see god as a king but in all of those things god god is all of those things but the nature of god is father so listen i hope this blessed you um listen if you go go ahead and send this to someone to listen to uh and uh share this and listen i love y'all i appreciate you and i will hear and talk to you all soon you all be blessed thank you for listening to church talk with isaac if you enjoy our content and benefit from this podcast do me a favor and subscribe leave a review and share with your friends family and colleagues I'm also on all social media platforms and would love to connect with you. You can also partner with us by visiting IsaacWatsonMinistries.com and clicking donate. Your partnership helps us to get the message of Jesus through Isaac Watson Ministries to the world. Talk to you soon.